STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. I didn't put you in a mood, so don't give never, me I'm the mood. I'm not even in a mood. Really? I just said let's record early so that I'm not in a mood later. You're you're already in a mood. We were playing with a new toy and you didn't want nothing to do with it? No, because it should work right away. Why it is it? It's it no, goes it, into your rectum and you're just supposed to leave it there. It's... We... Uh, you want, should we say what we're talking about? Mm. We bought a new digital recorder, portable. Our with, fans bought it for us. Oh, that's right. All right. Through their generos, generosity of shopping through our Amazon links on stcpod.com. It's finally uh, added up enough for us to buy some uh, new equipment for the podcasts, which we are not using right now. Well, let's, let's specify um, one piece of equipment. Yeah, it's not a whole new sound studio. <laughs> no, no, it's just a like you said, digital audio. Recorder. And this has taken how long to uh, save up for? Years, years. This is uh, through two years of generosity through all of our listeners uh, buying through Amazon through stcpod.com. Uh, we've been able to just barely afford. <laughs> one single portable recording device uh, with the hopes that it just makes it a lot easier and I don't have to always trudge the uh, blue microphone and laptop in to do um, on-site records. and uh, Down low records. It seems to record... Uh, yep. <coughs> it seems it to record fine, but the recording level is... It's just not high for some reason. I don't know what it is. Like the but quality's it, there, just the level is still super low. The waveform to you look low on the computer. Yes, but uh, to to my professional ears and professional eyesight, it was low. Or that just could be regular eyesight. Could be GarageBand too, because does that waveform actually represent like dBs, or is it just it does? Lies? It does represent dBs. But I'm looking at it now, and the levels are twice as high as what they were through that portable device. Anyway, it's going to take some playing around. You you got the days off. Hey, you can figure it out while you're sipping lemonade in your trailer. Don't worry, the production team will be out working on things, and we will uh, send a PA out to get you when you're ready, when you're required for well, one shot. We got a week to figure it out. A week. Yeah, otherwise we return it. I think it's fine. I think I think it's fine. It's not fine and if we don't use it. Once we switch over to some XLR microphones, it'll even be better. What are those? To some external microphones that know we what plug they are. in. Plug in. But then I, we need mics. I have a couple. What, labs? Uh, well, I do, but they're wireless and they have a huge receiver and they're not 
won't be good for this situation. So Plus, we tested those out, and they weren't 100%. So then either. we're talking into microphones Because they were from the garbage. No, I have, uh, I have microphones I use at home, like for uh, singing and playing guitar into, you know? Yeah, but then we, that's what I need. We need to, this is just extra equipment we're adding to the whole process. I like, I, I'd like, honestly, not to have the laptop to do a record. Yeah, but we can still discreetly place a couple of those mics at each end if of the desk. If we place it into our anus, will our inner cavity uh, pick up the, the vibrato and record it still? Anyways, we have tinkering around to do. Sorry. I think it's a. I think it's don't damn nice unit. Don't ignore the question. It's damn nice. Anyway, so everyone, welcome, uh, welcome to another record. We are going early this week. It's only Tuesday. As they say in the mean streets of Barrie, it's eight. It's only Tuesday. It's Tuesday in the early evening. We are face to face. Knocking off this BS early uh, in the week so I can relax. Okay, so much pressure. So much pressure for Tom Cruise. He's got a mall to uh, do a ribbon cutting for later on this week, so he's got to get this out of the way. It's not the pressure. It's the... I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's don't not pressure. It. It's, just, it's just more of an inconvenience kind of thing. I enjoy uh, if I'm on my days off and I get to talk to you over the computer for an hour. That's fun times. That's different. I don't know why you don't... That's uh, at... No way, that's a. That's like after everyone goes to bed, nine o'clock at night. It's the chill down time. So that's that's having a normal conversation. Yeah, that's what I mean. We could do stuff that. is there. I'm in the comfort of my home. My shirt's off. Usually my shorts are off too, and I'm sitting there in my underwear. Yeah, what's your argument? Because we could be doing that. I have a beer, and you said you didn't want to do that. Anyways, let's move on. This is boring. What are you sipping on now? Uh, my mushroom soup. Oh, Cream gross. of mushroom soup. Gross. What's uh, mushroom in French? Um, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> Sounds like it. It is mushroom. Don't tell me. Shit. What's the first letter? A C? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> CH? Oh, champion. <laughs> Very good. Wow. Shit. Mm. All those years of French yep. class. Up to, grade ten. Up to grade 10, man. Totally useless. Yeah. I can ask where the bathroom is. Ha try me. Where's, do it. Where's the uh, bathroom? Où est la salle de bain? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> La bibliothèque. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I could understand if you spoke to me in French. I could get the gist of it. And again, it's the same thing. Like you know, growing up, my grandmother or my grandparent—well, my grandparents could speak like broken, not broken English, just not great English. But the majority of the talk in the house would be like Italian, right? So I grew up listening, and I could speak Italian until I went to uh, grade one, and then I think some kids made fun of me, and I stopped speaking. Stopped speaking it, but I can understand Italian as well as, you know, my grandmother would listen like to the Latin channel, and I, I don't speak Latino, 
but I can get the gist of what they're saying, right? Where, where's this coming from? I would love, I would just love to hear a little Joe walking around with an, a broken Italian accent. Well, when I That'd first went, hilarious. when I first went to school, I didn't speak English, <laughs> and I, my first memory is I remember the kids asking the teacher how come I spoke funny, and she said, "Oh, well, he's he doesn't, uh, he only speaks Italian, or he doesn't speak English." What? Yeah, but I understood what they were saying. Hmm. It was just really, really, really weird. Really weird. Weird. Mrs. Thompson, when are we going to eat the lunch? I got some meatballs. Uh, it's fucked up. <laughs> I, I do regret not continuing speaking Italian, though. That would be awesome, yeah. What's what's mushroom in Italian? Uh, Champignon. Champion? <laughs> I don't know what it is. You said you went to an Italian uh, school, though. So why were they making fun of you? No, I went to a regular school, regular Catholic school. Are you sure? Yeah, I did take Italian for one year or one semester or two or two terms. I went to uh, like Italian Sunday school where they would teach you to speak Italian better and learn to write and shit. And I hated it, man. I don't know what the fuck these other the other kids were dicks. And the teacher wasn't helpful. So I think it's like, yeah, one term or two or two semesters, and then I just said, uh, I'm not coming back to this garbage. I hated that. That's it. That's my Italian school <laughs> I like story. That. Yeah, nice. Yeah, great memories. I would still kill. Is there any videotape or anything? Any Super 8 film? Was Super 8 even around when you were a kid? What were they uh, on before Super 8? No, I don't any think. Just, I don't think my family took any sort of video. They would have been the film camera with the hand crank, like Charlie Chaplin when no, you were a kid. We right? just had cameras. I'd love to see that. That. Uh, Big shock of black hair and an Italian accent. Right? I never had an accent. Yeah, I'm sure you did. No, never. What color was your hair, anyways? Straight up, blickety black. Black, black. Wesley Snipes. Wow. Did you grease that thing too? What kind of product? Uh, At one point, when I was like in McDonald's, so this would have been like, uh, shit, I guess maybe grade. 10 or 11. When you worked at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, I would do the old gel. It was gel in the hair just because. And then just fucking just all slick it back. Boosh. Comb it through and then literally be like, you know, you're touching the top of the table. It's That's how hard the hair is. With the like a uh, uh, pompanous nope. on top there? Fucking straight down. as pressed, compressed as much as you could. Slick the back? Maya, mafia style kind of thing, right? Hmm. No, uh, no pompadour, whatever you want to call it, term. Well, there had to have been a part somewhere. No, all straight back. Straight back, like uh, Barbie doll, Ken Barbie doll. <laughs> I did have a part though. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Why was the part ridiculous? Well, that's just how we gotta have a part somewhere. No, when I was a little kid, that's how my parents did it, right? You know, you do the part. You know, on the side. 
but my hair is so fucking thick that it would end up just being more puffy than anything else. Puffy? Yeah. Hmm. Super thick and illustrious. I don't know if... I wouldn't say lustrous, because that's more of like a shiny kind of feel to it, right? <laughs> so... This is just thick. When did you start making the decision that maybe you should cut it down shorter? I never buzzed it. You just went from having hair oh, to no, completely shaving on. it down. When later on? No, I just... When it starts to go, then it's like, all right, fuck it. Boop, buzz cut. Right. So you wore it short, super short, like buzz cut. Yeah, at, at a point later on, and then I just said, meh, this is too much work now, so let's just, let's just completely shave it off. What was going on? What was not growing? Was it the back, like Kevin Smith with the fryer tuck thing? Or uh, no, was it the, the top? The, top part, the front man. top stopped. Uh, so it was heading back. It was heading south, the whole front. Yeah, yeah. No. Classic horseshoe was... No, no horseshoe. More of a... Eh, yeah, I guess maybe a horseshoe. I don't know. I don't know what the terminology is for it. And then you committed. And I said, eh, I'm, I decided I'm done with you. Now you're done with me. I'm done with you. Shave that bitch off. Yeah. You committed hardcore, man. That's got to be a lot of work to uh, run that razor over every single day. What do you mean? It's five minutes. Every day. Yeah. Every two or three days. Two or three days? Yeah. Probably every three days. No. Yeah? No. Yeah? <laughs> you got like a, a waxy shine on that every single day at work. That's the the water would just bead off that head. It was so tightly uh no i don't trust me i don't do it every day that's way too much work all right well maybe one day you will see what's doing you'll let things come back a bit and see what's going on there's nothing doing it'd be kind of cool no nope. try something different i told you i'm done with it maybe someday no why not my body just has too much testosterone i'm too much of a man that doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Oh, man. That reminds me of... Uh, I was listening to a podcast today, getting ready in the shower. It was uh, uh, WTF, Mark Marin. He had Bob Balaban on. Do you know who what? Bob Balaban is? Triple B? Yeah. Bobby Balaban? Yeah. Never even heard of that name. Uh, you know him. Uh, he was. He's in all the Christopher Guest movies, of course. But you know him most from uh, Seinfeld. He played the Who NBC. is Bob Balaband? Okay, I found this. Robert Elmer Balaban is an American actor, author, producer, director. Uh, nominated for Academy Award Best Picture in Gosford Park. Okay, this picture is too small, though. He's been in a billion things. He played the head of NBC when Seinfeld was shopping his show around. Remember? That guy, yes, okay. And he got into a relationship with Elaine and... Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's got glasses. Bob Balaban. And he's been in a billion things, if, if you care to, you know, look for him. Anyways, he's from a... Uh, his family goes back in the film industry, like, insane. Like, to the building blocks of the early film industry. 
where uh, I think it was he said his uncle was running Paramount Pictures, I think at some at one point in time, and they owned a chain of theaters uh, before the whole distribution thing came into effect. Like um, your film heads would uh, would have to go to a theater chain owner and you know try to get the owner to run their films and stuff like that. There's no real distribution thing. And, and his family was, you know, theater owners. So they got to see that side of it and they were studio owners. So they got to see that side of it. Anyways, he was talking stories and he had a Milton Berle story of all things. And I don't know if you've ever heard that uh, old Milton Berle had, was quite endowed. Did you ever hear that? Mm, No, I can't say I did. And it's gotten to the fact where if anyone talks about meeting Milton Berle, uh, they end up talking about his penis because it was so massive he would just end up showing it to people. And so uh, Bob Balaban just happened to be talking about Milton Berle came into the theater office to, you know, lay down the schedule of whatever films were supposed to go. And uh, they settled on a deal and no one brought it up, but he finished, Milton Berle finished by saying, and I know you're going to ask, so don't bother. Here's my penis. Burp, pants down, <laughs> penis out, and he <laughs> laid it on the table for them. Like it was a, like an arm. Burp, on the table. And uh, they went, oh, that's great. And he put it away, and that's the way he goes. Nowadays, boy, imagine what would happen nowadays if that happened. I remember even Chris Pratt was saying, I watched an interview with him, and he was doing... Uh, the community show. Yep. And he had this scene with uh, who's the uh, Amy? Who's the 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 main broad? I don't know. There. I don't know. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? STC Community. No, it's not even Community. Yeah, it is Community. No, it's not. What's that other show? You were saying. What's the other show that's like Community? It's not Community. Sun- Parks and Rec. That's what he was in. Who's the main female character in Parks and Rec? Sorry, I can't search what something is about. <laughs> well, I love Show Siri. me what the cast is of Parks and Recreation. I found three places named Parks and Recreation. Show me the cast members for Parks and Recreation. It's called Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Recreation features Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Thank you. So he had this scene where he's supposed to open, uh, she opens the door to him and he's naked. And she's supposed to have a huge reaction shot. And she just wasn't pulling it off, he felt. They did it like five times and she wasn't pulling off the reaction because he's there in front of her. But they have him wearing, you know, the stupid uh, little bikini bottom that covers the modesty pouch. That, the, that they give the actors who are supposed to do nude scenes and stuff, right? Right. So finally, his final uh, attempt at this scene, they close the door, she gets behind it, she's about to open the door. He uh, he just burp, drops trow, and he goes real, real naked, real naked. And apparently, uh, in the early days, Chris Pratt would do this joke quite a bit. He has no problems whipping it out. And so he's out there, Starker, she opens the door, she, they get a genuine reaction because she can't believe what that he's standing there, Starkers, and uh, it's a great reaction. That's the one they print for the show, 
And then he got called into the office after that, and they laid down the law like, oh, you cannot do that. You can't ever do If you're going to be naked on set, it has to be approved by this person and this person and all this. Now, that was probably 10 years ago. Imagine if he did that nowadays. Oof. Yeah, career ender, right? Yep. Louis C.K. lost a career over that. And uh, so no more jokes with the penis people. That's where all this talk has uh, come from. Has he... Uh Louis C.K., has he made any sort of attempt at a comeback or anything I don't think so. I don't think so. Are they going to let him? I think. I would imagine. I would imagine. Uh, Aziz is coming back, although his his story was pretty loose to begin with. That got him into trouble. Um, I'd like to see these people come back. Hmm. I don't even like talking about this stuff because it's... A little frustrating sometimes. Well, I don't know why you brought it up then. You didn't. You brought up Merton. What's his name? Merton. <laughs> Martin. Martin Burl. Milton Burl. Milton Burl. That oh, reminds big me of, package. of a famous joke he uh, he told Bob Hope one day. One day he uh, he runs up to Bob Hope, excited, excited, so excited. Hey, Bob, guess what? I found a new way to have sex. And Bob's like, no shit. He's, Milton said, well, a little. Hello? Is anyone still listening? <laughs> Hello? Is anyone there? Hey, I'm trying over here. Oh, another joke from the 1950s. <sighs> and with that, welcome to another episode of STC Pod. This episode is, uh, what, 189, I think. Are you sure? I'm guessing, but I think it's 189. That's 11 away from the big 200. Big, big retirement party. Let me tell you, this episode is brought to you by the Chicago Cartridge Club Con of 2018. Chicartridge Con. C3. It's happening the weekend of July. Is this Are you the proud event? of that? Is this the event that I was Are you not proud in, of that? I was not invited Are, to? Yeah, so passive, well, outward aggressive that we're talking about it, and, but you yourself refuse to go to. I can't afford to go to oh, Okay. Anyways, that mm -hmm. is uh, the last weekend of July. All of the Cartridge Club family is gathering in Chicago. I'm not sure if uh, the rooms at the one hotel are still available, but... Uh, you can try. Anyways, there's lots of last, accommodation. The last tweet was there's was one, they're down to the one last room, mm -hmm. one discounted room. So tons of people showing up, and anyone involved with the Cartridge Club or uh, you know want to get involved, you can definitely come down and check us out that weekend in Chicago. Like you said, though, if anyone uh, anyone last minute is unavailable to secure a discounted room. Um, Bill and Nintendo Hodge are more than willing to have. Uh, they could probably squeeze one or two more people in. Well, you know that's not true. Let me ask you this: We are full up, and in fact, I don't want to say officially, but uh, I can say there are two more, like giant rock stars, involved in the caravan from Ontario. Can you pass me my uh, champagne soup? Oh, jeez. I brought it over there and I forgot again. Thank you. Gross. You want to sip? No. Let me ask you this. Because you two are 
refusing to let anyone else room with you, where would I be if I had decided to come? No, I, my rule is one person per bed. That's all I'm saying. Now, uh, these rooms obviously might have a pull-out couch or there would be a cot situation. I don't, I don't do cots. <laughs> Why don't you do cots? Well, because much like you, you say, you say you're a grown man. You deserve to have your own bed. Yeah, I've worked hard in my life to earn my own well, bed. Well, that's debatable. Let's just say... Are you caught worthy? No, I wouldn't be in a cot. I would be in the bed because I've already pre-planned everything. I'm not uh, so a hangers-on. Why would I go into a cot? Well, because you were a late, a late comer. So uh, seniority reasons uh, would put you in the cot, or you could just go get your own room because you got lots of money. That's what I do. Yeah. It's a vacation for That's you too. That's why I'm not so coming not? because I have no money. Well, then you can have a cot. How about that? Or the pull-out couch, which I'm sure is luxurious. I hear the pull-outs in Chicago are quite lovely. Really? Yeah, they are delightful. This is ins completely insulting. Well, you, of course, are more than uh, welcome. And uh, like I said, I don't want to confirm anything because uh, things are always up in the air. But it's, it's quite a crew coming from uh, Ontario. And uh, if you want to find out more about this, uh, this big holiday, this Cartridge Club uh, celebration going on in July, go to cartridgeclub.org, look for the forums in the community section, um, and then conventions, I believe, and you'll find a nice thread about everything that's happening and why you should be going. Like Joe, why you should be going. Is this, is there, is this rotating every year? Well, geez, I hope it comes back to Toronto again, or Barrie. I think Barrie would be better. It should be in Barrie every year, shouldn't it? That should be the anchor. You mean every other year? Every year. Every year, so I don't have to go. Although it is nice to have an excuse to go somewhere. I wouldn't mind driving out to, like... I think it, sh I think it should be a rotating uh, event. Well, Vow that does not participate shouldn't... Did speaketh I, of Did I not participate in the Barry one? Because it was there. It happened. And no, you didn't. Yeah, I had I did. about 25 people in my house. No Joe. I yeah. couldn't make... Oh, I could only do the event that The guy that lives year. there, and he can't make it. So, yeah, that's a lot of effort there. What is the real reason? Is it money that you refuse to join us in Chicago, or is it just that you refuse to enter that conversation with your wife? It's both. <laughs> it's certainly uh, money. Certainly, is the the main factor. Money. Would, if, well, money is the factor. It's no factor because the trip's practically if if the money. Caravan's well, arranged. no, because we've got all the expenses this year. Uh, the barbecue. The roof, the windows, the glasses, the glasses. The so, phones. cars about to blow up. Mm. So, you're just getting fucked this year. But that is really besides the fact because you already have this caravan that you would just be jumping onto. So, minimal expenses. This is probably the only time in your life you'll have such well, a minimal expense to go on such a trip. Food is not a minimal expense. You could make it minimal, you could have your crackers. Yeah, and you're is that enjoyable? <laughs> like you said, it's a vacation. I'm not going to 
do we have to start a GoFundMe? The Joe Eats GoFundMe I'm in Chicago? Hashtag Joe Eats. But if it is something that would take place every year, um, I could obviously start putting funds aside. Really? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. That's funny. What the hell, man? That is funny. Hmm. So how would you bring that up to your wife? What would start that I would just say, listen, a uh, bunch of guys are going to Chicago for the weekend. Um, uh, I'm going to go too. <laughs> I don't know. Really? Um, well, hey, we should bring up that this past week. Um, I mentioned to you that uh, the Barry Automotive Flea Market, this huge outdoor flea market, probably the largest one in Ontario that I know of, that it's called the Automotive Flea Market, but it has much more than just auto parts. It has just about everything, because if someone's bringing a fender from an old 34 Ford, they're also going to bring what other junk is laying around the shop. I told you about it. I said, I should come up. I think junk flea market is the appropriate word for it. And you said, yeah, I'll be there. And I fell off the chair. I said, what? Really? It's crazy. And Joe did show up. And how did you bring that up to the wife? Well, it was on a day off, so I just... Instead of going to the gym, I went to that place instead. Yeah, but... We don't need to know how I brought it up. Yeah, right? I I think it's very interesting. No, well, it what is. you find interesting, I find boring. It is so very interesting. What did you say you I'm were not, doing? We're not discussing this. <laughs> Come on, we're not Why discussing this. <laughs> we're not discussing this. What did you say you'd we're be doing? We're not discussing this. Did you say you'd be going to a flea market? We're not discussing this. The walls have ears. Okay. What? What? She's not in on this show. Walls now. have ears. Okay. Anyway, so we uh, spent. Well, I spent most of the day. You you were there for what two or three hours, which is long enough. It's definitely getting smaller. Yes, I was. It was not. It was not uh, worth my. It w- it wasn't worth the drive, this time. Well, you could say it was worth the drive to spend the afternoon with me uh, at a flea market. That was fun, right? I didn't say I didn't enjoy your company. Two wild and crazy guys I just uh, meant that looking for deals. It was completely... It was a waste of time in terms of pickups for myself. So I could have saved myself the 50 bucks in gas. It was 50 Fifty bucks in gas. Fifty bucks in gas. You know how far away you live, man? It's ten bucks in gas. Although we had to pay for uh, parking and admission, which is a which was complete rip. Fifteen dollars, right? Yeah, I hate it. That's I usually go on the opening Thursday. That way you don't have to pay. uh, They waive parking on the Thursdays. Parking, like that's uh, what I think of their prices. It's ridiculous. What do I get? What do I get for this parking? I'm forced to park there. There is no other way yeah. to do it. It's the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't find my stupid car on the way out. It took me another 10 minutes to find it. <laughs> I, I kept trying to do my horn, and I, I don't know. I must have... Maybe my battery's getting low on my remote. I'm walking around with my arm raised above my head, clicking the uh, 
the lock button in the car to try to get my horn to toot. Nothing was happening. Yeah, there's no markers that uh, well, I remember. Marked a, I marked it visually by a tree, and that didn't work. Right. Apparently. Mm. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was... Yeah, not good. Whatever. No, I didn't find anything giant. I found enough, like, to make it profitable, the day profitable, hopefully. Uh, if you want to check out our pickup video, which will be up at some point, maybe it's up already. Uh, we show some flea market pickups, as well as some yard sale stuff and, uh, of course, thrifting stuff. Which you've been uh, you've been getting lots of stuff on the thrift, even though it's yard sale season. I've had no luck yard selling. Yeah, it's been hit or miss for me. Then it's, uh, uh, extremely. You know, I think it's just well the last. I went out last weekend with the kids, yard sailing, and it's, as always, uh, production, because they get up. I had them up at 6.30, so we don't have to rush through breakfast. This and that, I give them breakfast. There is no breakfast. That's mistake one. My daughter... You just um, put them in the car. She, I think she might be like a little bit lactose intolerant, because if she drinks her milk too fast... Um, she can be prone to vomiting. And I think that's what happened again this time because we had the breakfast, got them dressed, got them in the car, blah, blah, blah. We're driving around. She's got her little electronic, uh, you know, uh, VTech tablet that's, again, I got that on the cheap, so it, it didn't matter. But she's drinking water. She goes, Daddy, my stomach hurts. I go, oh, you're fine. Have some water. Keep playing. <laughs> and then next thing I know, I hear this gushing water sound, and she proceeds to vomit all over herself, <laughs> the chair, this VTech tablet. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Crank the wheel. Uh, pull over to the curb right away. Get out. What the? Why didn't you tell me? Rip her out of the baby chair, throw her onto the grass. She's covered in, uh, well, vomit and breakfast. <laughs> Car stinks. Her tablet's not working. Start wiping her down with cleanings and stuff. And I say, you're sitting in this till we're done. I'm not going back home. I didn't say that. I just, I wiped her down as best as I could and put her back in the car. And we continued on uh, yard sailing. I can empathize with her. I've driven with you, and that's enough to get things going. No, it was that because I can I can prove it was the milk because the same thing happened tonight. <laughs> she had uh, grandma made a spicy dinner, so my wife gave her an extra glass of milk, which she, she was drinking, you know, to combat the spiciness of the food. And then they had to go out and uh, look for glasses for my daughter. Joe glasses? They left, and 10 minutes later, I hear them coming back inside because she had thrown up all over herself in the car. Well, actually, she said she was going to be sick, so they pulled over. She threw up out of the car, put her back in, and then she threw up again. Mm. So it's like, fuck, you're a pain in the ass. Uh, keep giving her milk and then driving around. It's not that, because she's thrown up in the house, too. It's, it, it, we just, I think she's lactose intolerant. 
where well, where if she, but if she sips it, it's she doesn't get that irritation and, and she doesn't throw up, right? Because she has milk at breakfast and at dinner. Well, they and it's not. It's few and far between that this happens, right? So a little frustrating. And then we just found out that she she needs glasses because her left eye is a little bit lazy. I don't know what that means. Doesn't focus properly, or I don't know. Are they straight? Yeah, they're straight. She's not fucked up. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's usually, isn't that what, I, when I think of someone has a lazy eye, it means one's kind of going off doing its own thing. No, it doesn't move or anything like that. <laughs> I didn't say move. Well, I know people where it's, um, you know, you're looking at them and then one eye can sometimes slowly move mm. and then they'll blink and mm. that sort of resets the eyes, right? Mm. So I, I know someone who has that, that can, I don't know, whatever, you, whatever medical term you call that. But that's, to me, that's sort of what I think of when I think lazy eye. But I guess it could be also in terms of maybe focusing. What's the condition called, like, when I'm looking at you talking into your face and your eyes just slowly close and don't yeah. open? I think that's <laughs> iritis. <laughs> that's iritis. Well, you definitely or, have... Or it could just be... Uh, it's probably when you start talking about the 1950s. I'm like, meh. Fuck it, I'm out. I don't think so. I'm going to go internalize, <laughs> close my eyes, and uh, go, well, go to my happy place so you're done talking about uh, Albert Brooks or something. At least you know all of the specialists to go to. So you have your Rolodex full. I'm steeped in specialist and, knowledge. Uh, I'm sure your optometrist got tipped off that uh, this is happening, and he's like, Yeehaw, sweetie pie, we're getting a no, new boat. No, we're not, we're not going through the same people that got us our glasses. Hmm. Did um, they go to jail or something? No. Oddly enough, my wife is still having issues getting the proper prescription. Um, <laughs> either she's a pain in the ass or <laughs> they're screwing up her... Because they're giving her another pair of new lenses. I think this might be the third pair. Just just go to Costco. So like it's so I, easy. But for my daughter, we just went to... Um, It was either Superstore or Walmart or something where kids' prescriptions are like are free, but you just pay for the lenses or no, the frames. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does she have them? Not yet. No, we you, they went tonight to look at them. Do you think she'll be constantly pushing them onto her head like you do, mm-hmm. like her old man? You know who else I saw? Everyone does that. You know who else? No, no. Glasses slide off the nose naturally. No, you're crazy pushing them onto your. You, you, I, well, you I like them mitt with the one hand and push them all in. I, know, I do like them tight. And you know who else I saw doing that quite a bit in the, all the news coverage? Tom Cruise? Uh, Kim Jong-un. Big glass, uh, glasses pushing guy, too. So hmm. might be might be something there. Megalomania. Are you? What are you trying to say? Well, might be something there. 
Might have certain traits that Did uh, you just call that. me a megalodon? <laughs> yeah, megalodon. Well, that's exciting. So uh, you had some vomit. I'm sure there's some kind of test for lactose. Um, I think so. Well, this uh, champagne soup is... Uh, Tastes better when it's warm. Well, I like on, uh, and mushrooms. Are you done? What? Are you done? Can we move forward now? I think I'm done now. Mm. So uh, I did the yard sailing thing. Didn't find too much, but I had to get things wrapped up quick. You know what else is going on on Saturday? It was the Barry Free Goods and Exchange Day. So not only was yard sales happening, all the people that are uh, don't want to bother with a yard sale, but have crap to get rid of. They're encouraged to put it all out at their curb. And uh, residents are encouraged to drive around and pick up whatever they want. Great. Mm -hmm. That's what I want in my neighborhood. I know it would drive you insane. I want people to throw their shit on the curb. So all the... All, it's, it's only all, for that day. All the people can be driving around. It's only garbage for that, picking. It's only for that day, and you have to ha you have to bring it in by a certain time of the day, or you could get uh, whatever ticketed or whatever. I'm sure they're on top of the ticketing too. Yeah, you only see this happen that day. Like, but anyways, this is what it, it happens in every neighborhood. Anyways, without having this particular day, you know, people drag stuff out to the curb. Anyways, they try to they do drag it. Drag it out to the curb on garbage day. They tried. They tried to do this on one particular day in this town. I've and, never heard uh, of this. Yeah, free goods exchange day, and uh, I didn't find anything, but there was tons of stuff to look at all at the curb. I did when I. I I'm going to go drive down the rich neighborhood where Joe would live and see what those people are putting out on the curb. And sure enough, I came across this uh, wing back chair. Uh, it didn't look any older than a couple years, and it was one of those reclining ones too, or little. What's a wing back chair again? Yeah, you know the chair. What's got the sides on it? But you know, classic design. What do you mean? What do you mean chair? A chair you sit in, but it's no, the but wing for back what, chair. What room of the house? You'd put it in your living room or something. It'd be like a, a reading chair or something like that. And it reclines back? Yeah, it actually had a little reclining action where the front of it kicks out a little bit. It's not like a lazy boy, but it's a wingback chair, like a formal chair, but it had a little bit of reclining action. And that was out on the curb. And I only had my car, so I couldn't grab it for myself. But that would have been a five or $600 chair, no problem. What's a wingback chair? Oh, my God. Okay, I found this on the web for what's a wingback chair. A wing chair is an easy chair or club chair with wings mounted to the back. It won't even show you a picture. Apple's the greatest. That, okay, there. Yes, exactly. So an old lady, old lady chair. Well, they still make them, and they make them more contemporary, but they are super comfortable oh, because yeah. they have the wings on them. You oh, can, I got two of those in my front room. Of course. You probably use them on the back deck. Well, no, they're the, uh, they're the mother-in-law's. Okay. Well, they still make them. They make them the more old, modern and All you had to say was well. old lady chair. No, it's not only. Anyways, I couldn't get it because I only had my car. But it was, uh, it was cool, to the roof. It's cool to see shit like that. Um, but later on that day, 
that was uh, my concert day, which you haven't asked me about. I wasn't invited, so... <laughs> uh, why would I care? That's nice. Just kidding. It was, it's music, so you wouldn't uh, care, and it wasn't, wasn't Bill, uh, Katy Perry. Bill's concert night. All right. I know you got tickets to Jack White, right? Yep. Jack White, and you took your uh, OG boyfriend, Kevin. Yep. Let me start from the beginning. Caval, buried on Mars, who we know. Start from the beginning. Who picked who up? The Retro Fandango podcast. Nah, we don't name that podcast. (laughs) Uh, Jack White, I don't know. Oh, you mean the runner-up podcast of the year. I don't know if you know. You know, he's a founding member of the White Stripes. I know that. Other bands like Raconteurs and... I just, I want details of the start of the night. Well, it was... Hey, Kevin, I'll pick you up tomorrow (laughs) at... 6 p.m. Uh, let's go earlier. <laughs> who's who? Who's who in that? Well, the first one was you, and the second guy was Kevin. I have a high voice like that. <laughs> it was uh, a lot of, uh, as usual, a lot of... Uh, Time you picked him up. We couldn't figure out what we were going to do. I'm like, hey, you want to do something beforehand? It's like, yeah, we should do something beforehand. What do you want to do? I don't know. You know? Nope, I don't know. So let's not do anything. <laughs> Okay, no, we got to do something. Wow. Ended up, uh, I went to his house early in the afternoon, got to hang out with what time uh, was that Kevin and Sarah for a bit. I think I arrived around 1, 1.30, something like wow. that. Wow. What the heck? What? That's early. You wouldn't appreciate that if you were having company later on that e- evening if they showed up early? Mm. Nah, well, it'd be all right. I, I couldn't do it in my situation. Why? But, I would love to hear this. Break this down. Why yeah, I, you couldn't have company, meaning me, show up to your house in the afternoon? Well, I mean like at one in the afternoon. Why? Because that's a little early for going out that night. But why? So why wouldn't I, you want your company to come and hang out beforehand? Well, because I'd probably at that point have I'd, a good be, time? I'd be doing something with the family. So why does that negate any kind of friends coming over? I just don't think... Is you, it walled off because... This image you portray that you have this family life where you constantly have kids on your shoulders and you're jumping around or playing board games with them or constantly engaged with your kids is something I refuse to ever believe is happening. <laughs> so that's why it drives me crazy when you say this. You refuse to believe that I would spend time with my kids is what you're saying. Yes. I I would just do it so that you'd be like, hey, hey guys, I'm going out tonight. A little bit early, so I won't be home for dinner. But we got all day up until that point before I go out to do stuff. So I'll be like, hey, Bill, all right, show's at, what time is the show at? Why is it so impossible to believe that a friend can come over to your house and enjoy time with your family with you at the same time? I I just don't think... Like hanging out in the pool. I don't think that's possible. Having a picnic, whatever. Why can you not have other friends involved in that? That's just my... I know you have... That's my thinking. In your head, your real friends do that with you, no problem. The the Richie Riches that live near you, they can come over, no problem. No, that's not the case. I think it's a class I just don't think people would want to just hang out with other people's kids. What? That is so insane. People help me out with this guy. So what time was the show at? 
Uh, it started at 7.30 downtown Toronto. Okay. So we went so to Kevin's my, house in first. In my case, I would have you show up at... Because we're going to drive downtown and have dinner before the show. Dinner would be at 5. So I'd be like, man. Okay, come over for like uh, 3 4 o'clock. Chill out for half an hour. We can not rush to go downtown. Have dinner downtown. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. fine. You showed up. That's fine. You showed up a couple hours earlier. Yeah. Yeah, we got to relax and I watched some E3 uh, coverage from that's the cool. Cartridge Club on YouTube and make fun of them and all that stuff. And uh, just visited with old friends. That's that's a possibility to happen. So, like if if I'm at, if I'm booking people. For that night, I don't have, like, how early can you get here? Let's hang out. Let's have a good time. Not, I got to build the wall and allow a certain crack to open at a certain time to let people in briefly. It's, it's not a wall. Especially it's, you that have this carnival of a house with all kinds of stuff to do. I appreciate you saying that I live in a circus tent. You got pools, you got hot tubs, you got barbecues, TVs, movies, pool tables, shuffleboards. You got everything. I would charge tickets and bring people in every day. It would be so much fun. I don't have half the stuff you said. It would be so much fun. Anyways, I don't know why we're we're stuck on you. Always, yeah, me neither. Always stuck on you. Because you go crazy. Because, <laughs> yeah, it drives me crazy. It drives me. I don't understand just why. Believe me when I say I just I, I, I feel guilty abandoning the time with the kids. You know, like focus time on them. Okay, if I can be serious for a second, it really it 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 uh, it hurts my soul just a little bit that on our days off and stuff, I got kids, you got kids, we can't come together and like have the kids play together and have a fun time around the pool and all that that is completely off limits and it 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 is something that well, depresses me when a bit when, I when think about school it. is over let's set that up <clears throat> it's just easier when there's no it's easier during the week anyway steam coming out of your ears here i'm just just being honest with you for a second. All right. If I could be honest. That's all. I'm not, I don't want to pressure you. I'm not trying to pressure you and and uh, crowbar myself. And I'm just saying that's kind of that's kind of an interaction I'd love to have. I'd like to spend more time with people. So, all right. Anyways, when you uh, that's why it drives me nuts. I'm sorry. I move on. I digress. It's not not important. Continue your story, please. Uh, so we uh, we have to figure out what are we what are we going to do? Are we going to go? Are we going to, Sarah wasn't coming with us to the concert. Are we going to eat like in, in their town and the three of us? Or are we going to just head downtown to eat and then kind of leave Sarah on her own own means to. Uh, I would have felt bad leaving Sarah. So I would have said, yeah. let's eat. One, it's probably even cheaper, but I'd rather eat together local. Yeah, me too. But uh, in the end, I kind of wanted the adventure of heading downtown too. So. I'm like, ah, piss on it. Let's just head downtown, and we'll have a little adventure. We'll go look for somewhere to eat. Uh, we won't plan it. We'll just drive down, look for a spot to park, and then walk around, find a nice restaurant. 
or something and then head to the concert after that because we still had lots of time. So that's what we did. And I drove uh, from Kevin's house down to downtown. <clears throat> Everything was going to be uh, pretty cool because it's the weekend, so traffic should be way less. And uh, even though, you know, it is a bit That's of a... That's never the case. It is a bit of a tourist town a little bit, but on the weekends, all those office people are gone. So it is a lot easier to drive down there, and it's a lot easier to find on-street parking. And in fact, since I worked for a while down there, I know of a couple hidden streets where you can get free parking. So that was... I think plan. once you're down there, it's more enjoyable. I know the trek down can sometimes be hell in a handbasket. Like, I had to go down this past weekend. I'm not going to get into it, but for a birthday party. And that Don Valley Parkway is a piece of crap. Oh, I want to get into that, too. It's a parking lot on the middle of the highway. Was that a weekday or a weekend? Saturday. Yeah, that's weird. The weekend. It's always ridiculous. Everyone goes down. And for those not familiar with the Toronto area, the main highway into the city core is... Two lanes down and two lanes up. No, two or three. Yeah, it's at least three. Three lanes down, three lanes up. That doesn't matter. It's usually rammed. Well, there's some interchanges that are problem interchanges because there's so many weird signs and people don't know where to go, what lane to be in. It's a big clover leaf at one point. <sighs> anyway, uh, so you decided to go downtown for yeah. a, a dinner. Yeah, because I didn't think it'd be crazy, but as we get down there... I'm as I'm driving down, I'm like, oh shit, Kevin, is it, tell me there's no baseball game today, because I was thinking there'd be no parking, right? And he's like, oh, there is, and it's letting out right now. Just as we were pulling into downtown, the baseball game was letting out. So there was like a billion people in Blue Jays jerseys started streaming out everywhere, and traffic was a disaster. And all my little hidden spots for free parking was taken. And not just the amount of pedestrians, you had to drive like your head has to be a 360 degree swivel because people are jumping out of everywhere and uh, it's just madness. It was crazy and I couldn't find anywhere to park. It, everything was super slow and uh, the driving has just gotten complete. Maybe it was all the out of towners that were there, but there was zero courtesy happening. No one was letting anyone in. In fact, funny part, we saw someone with their, their hot rod drove into downtown. They had like, a, you know, a Model A or something, all hot rodded up like mm. uh, like ZZ Top kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> and a local cabbie uh, rubbed its uh, front fender, oh. scraped its front fender. And we as we drove by, the owner's just like, ah, with his arms out. And the cabbie's like, ah, I don't know. Well, couldn't have been me. <laughs> Hilarious. No fault insurance. We ended up finding a spot on the street to park, and uh, where are we going to eat? I don't know. A nice patio would be cool. Or, hey, I know this other place. Uh, there's this uh, jazz uh, restaurant, jazz bar, with has a patio, too. And I, hey, maybe there's a band here playing at the Rex. It's called the Rex on Queen. Walked over there. Sure enough, there's a band playing. <laughs> we walk in there, and it's rammed with people. There's nowhere to sit. And as soon as we walk in the door, there's this guy cracked out, dancing like a madman right up. Like almost elbowed Kevin. He was just going crazy. It was a blues band. I don't know why he was dancing so weird. I'm like, ah, this is this ain't gonna work for eating. Go on out. How about we sit at the patio? We can still hear the band. Yet we're outside. It'll be cool on the patio. Check that out. We sit down. 
Another group of people sit down, another group of people sit down. No, they were there ahead of us, these other groups of people. And no waitress to be seen or wait staff for the entire time we're sitting there. We're like 10 minutes sitting there. No one wiped our table, no one gave us menus, no drink orders, nothing. So we're like, this, this ain't going to work, is it? Because we only have a certain amount of time, 45 minutes maybe. So we ditched that plan. I'm like, well, you know, anytime I'm downtown, I love to get me a burrito, boys, burrito, because it is the best burrito in Ontario. And the founding restaurant is right down there, a couple streets over. So let's do that. Kevin's never had one. He was game for it. So that's what we did. We went and got our burrito boys burrito. See, I would have been disappointed. I would have wanted, you know, like a pint and uh, probably, I probably wouldn't want for like a burger or something like that. Some kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Some kind of easy pub fare. Yeah, and when you eat a burrito before a locked-in concert, it's a bit of a gamble uh, what the gas drills are going to do in a couple hours. So That's the same one you and I went down to go see Mark Marin. We went to um, the Leaf Was it the, uh, What was that bar? Um, it's a massive, giant sports yeah, bar. The biggest sports bar in, in the Toronto area. And uh, the service there, I think it took us like a half an hour to even get... Yeah. To even place our order. Right. Uh, could, you know, I don't know. Could have been a bad night or whatever, but we'll certainly never go back to that place. But yeah, it's hit or miss, and I don't know, man. Especially on a Saturday night, it's just, it's just chaos down there sometimes. Well, the burrito was amazing, so that's the way to do it. And um, that place has improved quite a bit from the early, early days. I was there at it. It's a very original restaurant, and it used to be so busy, they would not take any, um, not attitude from customers, but any hesitation from customers, much like, you know, the soup Nazi. If you didn't know what you were ordering, they were, like, moving you along in a hurry. They wouldn't take mm. it. <laughs> they just move you along. And now they're actually very... Uh, take a lot of time with you explain what everything is what would you like this or this and uh they made an excellent burrito really good burrito boys everyone knows burrito boys after that uh, we had to jump back in the car head to the venue um i had paid for parking downtown so uh, when we got to the venue found the parking lot pulled in i'm like kevin i think it's your turn to pay for parking this time <laughs> it's like yeah i was gonna offer but since you're making me yeah let's uh, i'll do it he headed off to do the parking, you know, where you got to pay at the the thing. You put your credit card in, it spits out a ticket. Yep. You put it on your dash. And uh, he came back a little shaken up and whatever. I said, I'll take the ticket. And he's like, yeah, here. It's 25 bucks parking at the venue. Yeah, I well, I shouldn't say yeah, but when I go down, I usually expect parking to be around 15 20 bucks 25 bucks at a giant outdoor parking lot not in a nice underground it's uh protected lot they can charge whatever they want it's ridiculous hated it well kevin paid for it so it was okay still a waste of money so uh you know we walk in um it's called the budweiser stage now it used to be the molson amphitheater so, oh, is uh, that where it was? Yeah. Oh, Needless okay. to say, there's a lot of Budweiser products available. Yes. I mean, every three steps, there was a, 
a beer vendor kind of thing going on. Saw many a concert at that place. It was I haven't, crazy. I haven't been there for years. If you had someone told me, yeah, it's at the Budweiser Theater, I'd have no idea what you're talking about. To me, it's always, it'll always be like the Molson Amphitheater or like, uh, it'll always be uh, Sky Dome, yes. not the Rogers Center. <laughs> Absolutely. I hate these names that are just arbitrarily, not arbitrarily, but they're changed depending on ownership. That the owners decide what this historic place or what this original name of this uh, venue, which is which is like you know, it was Sky Dome for how many years? 15, 20 years. So, what do you think uh, the beer price but, was? <laughs> We've talked about the Sky Dome before. I got to get through this. <laughs> what beer prices at the Molson Amphitheater? Yeah, for a can of beer. Can of beer. At the Budweiser, uh, so their own beer, it'd be discounted, right? Because it's their own beer. Uh, for a nope. <laughs> okay, let's see. So you go to a a pub price for, and these are tall boys, right? Yep. Pub uh, a, a tall boy at a pub would be minimum minimum five bucks. So I'm thinking at a concert venue. It's been a while since I've been to one, and even then I didn't waste my money buying a beer, but uh, I'm going to say one beer is $12. Yeah, that probably was it around 10 years ago, maybe. What? <laughs> it was $16.50. For one tall boy? Yeah. I don't know if tax was on top of that, because I didn't buy Ooh. any. We weren't buying that any. That would shake me up. And then if you were to buy, like, a small can of, a, like, those wine cooler kind of things yeah. or a smaller cider, that was, I think, 14 or something like that. Wow. And people are still buying it, eh? You know, it's incredible you see everyone walking in with one of those or two of those. And food. Like, I got to eat my food here, too. It's like, wow. How much? $25 for parking. Then, what, another 40 for food and beverages? Plus, your ticket was at least a hundy, right? Look, like, I don't. I think a Jay's game of beer is, isn't even sixteen dollars. I think it's like honestly, twelve dollars tops. I don't understand the price point. I I would want to sell more than just sell maybe one or two to people. Yeah. But anyways, we didn't. Like you could sell two. Drop it down to ten bucks, and people would buy like two, and you're making tons of profit and it's their own beer mm-hmm <laughs> yeah it's Wait, crazy. i don't get it anyways so we get past there where you got to give your ticket you know, we had the the printout ticket so you don't even get a nice cool ticket to take home just yeah. print out from home and they scan that in then you move yourself forward to um the pat down they're patting everyone down and they got the wands the metal detectors and so I stood up, right? Yeah, let's go. It's all ladies doing the wands. She's wanded me. And then she uh, comes to the front, and I don't know, she thought she saw something, but she went up under my shirt. She pulled my shirt up. I thought, hey, it's on now. We're going. Right? Going to town. Maybe it was my belt buckle. I don't know. But I thought it was weird, and Kevin liked, uh, Kevin liked watching that too. And then you move on to the next thing where they ask if you have a cell phone. Anyone with a cell phone or recording device had to uh, put it in these pouches called Yonders. This company called Yonder develops these 
pouches that are magnetically sealed at a venue. So you put your device in there, they seal it up, and you can't get at your device until it is released by them after the show or if you leave. So how does that if you leave the the performance area, you can get them to open it if you have an emergency. How do they or release it or open it? It was some kind of magnet. They just tap it on a magnet and it opens right up. So you put you put it in this pouch and these two magnets clamp shut. Yeah, and, something. But it can't be, did you try to physically open yeah, it? Yeah, you can't open it at all. No matter how hard how hard you tried. No. No, you can't open it. And then once, then when you're done, they tap it on a magnet and it just pops right open. I don't know the science behind it. So hmm. that way you well, don't probably, have. Probably I don't know. You don't have all be. the dummies with the, holding the phone up trying to record the whole concert, and uh, you don't have this field of view of blue screens. And I do appreciate that they went through that extra level of security. There's very few artists, I think. I uh, I've heard it becoming more commonplace, but I think there's still. These guys are like the true artists where their, you know, their life is their music and, and they don't want to be like, you know, they don't want distractions of cell phones and whatnot to take place in a show, right? Yeah. They, they, don't, want the, they don't want the experience ruined for, uh, for the rest of the fans. Yeah. For everything he's always said about this is not about he's afraid of pirate recording. He's more afraid of audience members being taken out of the experience and not he's done it before where he's just asked people to lower their phone and they've done that but then he looks out across the crowd and everyone has their head down in their phone for the concert and that, that's people being dummies and that's just the way things are you get used to always looking at your phone for stuff so this way people are engaged and they're uh, enjoying the experience rather than looking through it uh, but me, I had a smartphone, so whenever I had a text, I could actually check it on my smartphone. So that was kind of cool. Uh, smart watch, I'm trying to say. So I was still texting with my head down during the concert. <laughs> but I got kids. I got kids, people. I got to check these things. So was there an opening yeah, band? What if you're yeah, the, uh, let me answer that, Joe. Uh, there was an ask. opening band. So what if, what if you're there like on a date night, but you got the kids are at home? How do you know your phone is going off for an emergency? Yeah, it doesn't block. Like you will, you, during a concert, you don't, you can't feel anything because it's so loud, the vibrations. But um, you're allowed to leave the performance area into a cell phone area and have them open your phone and you can check it if you want. But yeah, you're not going to feel your phone vibrate because there's so much low end. Can you see the screen go off? No, no, you can't see anything. No. Mm. No. Um, so there was an opening band. They were some uh, a trio I'd never heard of before. They were like a speed rock, hyper kind of like kinks on acid kind of thing. Was it Rush? No, it was... No, they were lousy. They were terrible. Well... I don't know if I should be so harsh on them, but it wasn't doing it for me. And it was just three dudes, and uh, they had very minimal setup. You know, they uh, the opening act was given like no, uh, like a cruciamont to make a big performance. Like they carried their guitars on and off themselves, kind of thing. And uh, I, it was just loud and. Uh, 
like the drummer would had trouble keeping time you know it was just it's just amateurish unfortunately for uh, what mm. was to come but we got there early because if there's uh, if your ticket starts at 7:30, you paid for it. I'm going to be there. I'm going to see the opening act no matter what. I'm always there, super early. I I don't understand these. I I remember when I was younger going to shows. You know, this would be at stadiums or whatever, and you know, back when there was like two or three opening acts before the main act, and I was always blown away how. Um, I continually see people show up for like the first or second act or mm. band, like first or second opening act, and then leave, mm. and never and don't even stay for the main show. Like they were oh. they were fans of the opening act and yeah, not uh, that's crazy. You know whoever the the main the main act was. Well, I'm used to seeing no one in the seats. But I'm the there for act. like yeah, I I pay for the show. I'm you know especially for. Well, what were his ticket prices? Um, I don't know. Uh, come on. Money bags. I think they were started at around this. No. Well, okay. We're talking this What did you guys pay for your tickets? I think we paid around 90 bucks each for our tickets. Let, let's explain the amphitheater situation, right? There, There's the stage. And then in front of the stage, there is a small little uh, general admission area. Right. Where I don't even know how these people got those tickets. I don't even remember seeing them when, uh, I don't know if went for a special thing. But anyways, there was a general admission area. And then in front of that was section one, which we were in. Or actually, it would be section two at this point, because section one was the general admission. Then there's another section, three behind us. And that's where the roof covering would end. And there would be another row of seating behind that but you would have been exposed to the elements if it were to rain and behind that at this amphitheater is a whole grassy section and it's all general admission and you're encouraged to bring in your own lawn chair or whatever and pick wherever you want on the lawn area and those they let tickets, you bring in lawn chairs now yeah and those tickets mm. i think probably were maybe wow. 40 to 50 bucks because back when that place first opened up it was you were sitting on a blanket in the grass. I, I'm like, pretty sure I saw people going in with lawn chairs. There's no lawn chairs whatsoever. But back then, tickets were like 12 bucks to sit yeah. on the grass. So I think now it's at least 40 to get back there. Anywho. So you pay 90 But yeah, even with uh, other ticket prices and how they are nowadays, you know. You're looking at sometimes 200 bucks a seat. Yeah, he kept his tickets you're there for. You're there for, I'm there for the first act to the end of the main act. Right. And so we're sitting through this opening act, which is whatever. It's just loud and noisy. And we're sitting there and enjoying it. There's no a lot of empty seats, no one around us. So you know when you're kind of sitting at these concerts, you're just waiting to see who's coming to sit beside you, right? And as you know, I am a subdued person. I just like to sit and listen to music. Mm. I don't go crazy. A lot, of, a lot of desk tapping in this room and foot stomping. <laughs> so sure enough, we get this couple coming up my side, and they are lit. Whatever they've done, they've done it, and it's hitting hard. And they're, they got beers as well, and they are, like, so excited. They're like, oh, my God, you're listening to this opening act. 
We're like, yeah, you're so into the opening act, but you're showing up halfway through their set. So, you know, I don't, you talk about posers. It's, these kind of people really drive me crazy. They couldn't stop moving. And the one dude was there, his beard and long hair, I guess kind of long hair like me, kept shaking his head back and forth so he could feel his hair bang against his face, you know, like you do when you're 14 years old. And he's like in his late 30s or whatever. And uh, the lady he's with is the one closest to me, and she just can't stop moving. Oh, man, they're so good, so, uh, so exciting. And uh, But they eventually decide they're going to take their seat, and she's like right beside me, right? She's the one seat over. He's one seat over from her. And uh, she uh, is of a certain frame. So when she begins to sit down, uh, obviously there is some compression of uh, the hip tastics move move widely and actually uh, go across the chair border into my land and I can feel obviously there's pressure now up against my hips and she refuses to stop moving so there's all this moving going on right beside me and it's moving my leg and stuff and then of course he can't keep his arm away from like he's got to put his arm around her so he's reaching around her and inevitably his hand is like hitting my shoulder because he's got he can't tell where his hand is and she's of a certain frame and all this is going on and she's rubbing up against me one benefit though it was a cool night so i got some got some heat off of the whole thing anyways it was warming me up a little bit but kevin was having a gay old time laughing it up beside me seeing everything that's going on as i'm trying to sit and you know just calmly listen to music this this pair is beside me that loves this band so much even though they showed up halfway through their set and uh, grooving away and then um i believe that first band wrapped up and then they took off again because they got to get more of whatever is in them they got to get more of that going in them and uh, guess what no one sitting beside Kevin this entire time he's scot-free no one beside him I got these pair beside me they end up coming back as we wait for the main act to come on the place is filling up still no one beside Kevin he's got all this room beside him two chairs beside him no one there the rows in front of us start filling up I got the wild pair beside me, and then who do you think sits in front? The only eight-foot man to come into the amphitheater sits right in front. Actually, he's more in front of Kevin, so I'm like, ha, Kevin has to deal with something. It's about time. I got this. He's got that. And then the main act comes on. Jack White comes on. Everyone goes crazy and stands up. They're going crazy. Actually, the, the this couple, it was unbelievable. Like, he just showed up on the video screen before the band even showed up, and she went crazy for that. Like, oh my God, there he is on TV. Uh, is driving me crazy. Anyways, the tall guy there in front of Kevin. We all stand up for the show. Kevin's like, hey, there's plenty of room here. These people didn't show up. So he moves over a little bit. I'm able to spread out a little bit from the circus beside me, but now I have tall man in front of me. So for the whole show, I got to look this way and I got to look that way and look around this tall man. <sighs> There's nothing but distractions in the world. And this is why I don't like leaving the house. However, still was a pretty good show. The sound out of this Jack White band was just, it leveled you. Like literally my pants would be waving in the vibration of the low, mm. 
the low frequency stuff. It was crazy. And his drummer is just ferocious. She is unbelievable. The rhythms that she was pulling off um, were just staggering. I like it when you see something a little different than that. Like you said, you don't... At least for me, it's not commonplace to see like a female drummer in a male-oriented band. Like I love seeing that. I love seeing uh, female guitarists. Like the one that was... I forget her name, but she was going to be on the uh, Michael Jackson's uh, tour that he was filming when he died. Mm. There's that whole documentary or uh, the, the making of the pre-concert footage where they were doing all the rehearsals. And uh, this wick, she's a well-known, of course, I'm forgetting her name, uh, rock guitarist. And she was just shredding. And I love seeing stuff like that. Well, Prince had some killer female yeah, musicians yeah. in the band. Well, he had more than one, though. Yeah. But this drummer, she is probably the best drummer I've ever seen live. And I'd say probably the best drummer. Mm, have you seen Rush live? No, I haven't seen Rush live. What? Yeah. Disrespect. Have you really? ever seen Rush live? Because it's a super expensive concert ticket, and they only play massive, massive venues. They played and, Maple Leaf uh, Gardens. That was 30 that's years the, that's, ago. That's the... One time that I saw them, Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah, I'm, I've seen acts in Maple Leaf Gardens. It's not the most comfortable venue. Uh, it doesn't matter. So. That's what there was then. <laughs> and I'm sure you were that picky, too. Oh, I would have loved to see them at Maple Leaf Gardens, but oh, they, no. I forget. I think the Soup Dragons opened for them, which is a little weird. So with you uh, showing up to every movie in the theater, um, I forgot that you still also go to every concert that happened back in the day. Back in the it day, was I, something. I did go to and without a driver's license. Quite too, just a number of concerts. Could you teleport? Did you have that power then? There was a lot of go training around. Hmm. Or if you we were going to Canada's Wonderland, we would. Uh, I know there's the go train, or not the go train. There was a bus that went to uh, Canada's Wonderland. Back then, we were stupid, man. It was like an all-day thing. You leave first thing in the morning, and you stay all day, and you come back after the concert finishes. I could never see you hanging out in an urban environment. And I don't day. like roller coasters. So it was or, a yeah, even fun a day park. for me. Yeah, what a guy. Of course you don't like roller coasters. I don't like the feel that you get in your stomach. Anyways, it, it was a great band. I love the sound. Uh, the, the low-frequency stuff was so crazy. Like I said, it moved your, moved your clothes, the thumping. And yet it wasn't so loud that when it ended, your ears were ringing. It was just a really nice, really perfect, uh, not perfect, not perfect, but it was it was a good sound, unlike that first band. And you know, the, talk about a crew Jack White has working for him. All of his stage managers, his sta on-stage people, the, the PAs and the cable pullers, and not the rigging people, but the people you see on stage setting up the microphones and all that stuff, all of them were in uniform. Like, they all had fedoras or pork pie hats and, like, vests and ties done up, collared shirts. They all were done up to the nines. Yeah, it's all part of the performance. It looked like the, you know, Joker's um, minions, yeah. all done right up. I've never seen that from a stage crew before. That's dope. It was cool. Everyone working the boards... Lighting boards, sound boards, all of them were all done up to the nines in this getup. It was great. It was cool to see.
I'm glad you had a good time. And then the show let out. Um, he he played everything. Like if you're a White Stripes fan, you got to hear the White Stripes stuff. He ended with Seven Nation Army, which I didn't think he'd do because you think he's the type of artist that doesn't want to keep playing the same song over and over again. But he brought the crowd, you know, to their feet with that one for sure. Well, we were standing the entire show. I I should say brought to our feet. It was a great closer. Show ends. Tough venue to get out of when you're walking. It's just very tough. It's just, all these people are bottlenecked trying to get out, and you're doing this zombie shuffle, you know, brr, 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 little baby steps bumping into everyone. And it's not it's not a direct route to the parking lot if they've kept the same setup because you sort of have to do like a a, a reverse C. There's reverse letter C where you gotta go like this way all the way to the parking lot. Mm. There, there was two ways. There's two ways yeah. now. You go that way or directly out to the parking lot, and both were rammed. And you had to get your phone unhooked at the same time. So oh, there's people just waving those magnetic unlockers, and you gotta. It was a mess trying to get out of there, but overall, great time. So when they unlock it, do. You, do they take the bag or do you gotta like No, it was such a mass of people getting phones unlocked, it was just guys banging these pouches with the magnet. And then as you walked further along you'd see bins where you could throw your thing. Oh. And then of course there's tons of dummies that were just throwing it on the ground because they're you know, society nowadays. Cool. And then you dropped uh Kevin off back at home. Yep. Give him a good night kiss. Yep. Headed little back of, uh, a little bit of a feel up. I did feel his leg a couple times you driving. Felt his, uh, yeah, felt his man boob up and uh, no, just legs. It. You know, as I'm driving, I like to sometimes grab the gear shifter in the middle, and he made sure to put his bare leg quite quite near it most of the time. I like to put my hand on the uh, the uh, emergency brake handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then rub my <laughs> pinky on the person's the individual's uh, upper thigh there. Yeah. Just to say, like, yeah, I know you're there. I'm here, too. <laughs> that's it. Cool. That's it. That's my. Uh, that's what All I right. did this weekend. we got to wrap this. I wanted to hear about your yeah, trip. Chop. I wanted to hear your trip, but your computer is fan is so loud right now, I can tell it's a, a sea hair away from exploding. It's uh How long have we been talking? Anyways? Hour and 20, man. Oh, my God. Well, how much of your fl- gums been flapping? Hour and 20. Well, cut this down for us. I will not be touching this record one iota. Well, that's why it is podcast of the year for discussions like this. We keep it OG. We keep it real. We don't bother with comments because we don't need filler. I just knew I had to keep talking because you had all this crap that you were going to read about the new uh, games coming out from E3, and I knew you would be reading it, and it'd be awful, so I knew I had to keep talking. Uh, it wouldn't have been awful to me because it would have been me letting people know what I'm interested in. It is you posing. Oh, so, you know what's funny, you though? Posing. I was, uh, I've been following the E3. No, no, it's wrap-up time. And out of all the stuff I've been seeing through the individual companies and whatnot, right now I'm on the Nintendo one, I could not be less interested in a Nintendo uh, cornerstone game or character than I am at the moment. 
know what I mean? Super Smash Bros, I don't care. Anything Mario, I don't care about. I'm, I'm just way more interested in other, any of the other uh, games that they make under the Nintendo banner. Yeah, you don't like fun. I just, I don't have any interest in it. You don't like fun. You like uh, a game where the pictures don't move for 10 I minutes like at RPGs a time. RPGs and stuff that's like not, that is what I'm interested in. I'm just saying, like, anything like with a Nintendo, like with a Mario-based themed kind of character, I do not care about one iota. You don't like fun. So, no Switch? Is that off your list now? No Switch? <sighs> I'm still not impressed with the graphics, to be honest with you. Well, you could be honest if you could try, because that doesn't make any sense. What's wrong with its graphics, and how would you as, know? It's not as powerful as PS4. Really, That what? is confirmed. You cannot argue that. I'm not arguing that, but what what graphics-laden games are you playing on the PS4, besides nothing? Any of them are better <laughs> graphically based than over the Switch. And I think that's my biggest disappointment with it. It, it just—it's an underpowered system again for Nintendo. It's about fun. It's about you cannot, accessibility. You cannot argue that it's an underpowered system. Yeah, no, I'm not going to argue that. PlayStation Anyways. and Xbox weigh or j- just crush it in in the power department. Yeah, Xbox. Does and that's, for, and sure. for me, that's a disappointment. I wish. I know it's. Uh, I know the graphics are boosted when it's. When it's docked. Your eyes can't see anything anyways. Anyway, so on that note, uh, I'm putting the kibosh on this record. Guys, thanks again for tuning in. This was STC Pod 189, podcast of the year. Um, you can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Like we mentioned earlier in the show, if you're buying off Amazon, please go to stcpod.com at the very top of the page there's the Amazon banner buy your junk through there and we get the kickback of pennies and maybe in another two years we could buy another updated uh, recording (laughs) device we'll get a microphone for the recording device and uh, like we said again we really appreciate any support you guys give us through the show we would never ask you for money but if you're buying stuff off Amazon, uh, we only ask that you do it through stcpod.com. And as always, we're part of a greater community. Uh, if you enjoy listening to us, there's other great podcasts, blogs, and video makers. And you can find all of that content at www.cartridgeclub.org. It's a gaming community that's only growing exponentially in worldwide, I'd have to say now. All right. Good enough. Yeah, do you, ha- you happy with that? Are we good? I'm good. Do it in uh, what you think my voice sounds like, apparently. Post it and post it! <laughs>